Average Boys Podcast, Chris Ponson. What's up? What's up? How's it going? What is going on? What is up, man? What is up? How you guys doing? It's good to be here. Thank you guys for having me. No, man. We were were on the verge of, you know, going to get you on here soon, later on, maybe in about a couple months, but... Today's the day. Yeah, yeah, man. You guys hit me up. You hit me up the other day, and you were like, hey, man, short notice, uh, you want to be on the show? And I was like, yeah, dude, why wouldn't I want to be? This is going to be fucking great. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, my God. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to all our sponsors. Actually, our sponsors downstairs, the Gallery Cactus, thank you very much for sponsoring the show. Your commercial should be up hopefully next week already. So we'll get that up and rolling by next week. But, uh, guys, let's get into it here with, Chris, man, Chris, tell us where you're from and, you know, how we, how are we doing on this podcast? Talk to us. Good. Well, first off, I want to say, man, you guys got a great studio set. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. When I do our, you've seen it before, our podcast is all uh, internet based. It's yes, all, yes, yes. It's yes. all basing off the Corona style. Hey, man. Yeah, right. I, I like it, man. Yeah, it's fun doing to the watch. Flow. <laughs> doing the flow. The only thing we got to spend money on is like the crazier cameras and lights and shit I to make you. ourselves look pretty, but I'm an ugly dude, so yeah. that's all right to go, man. <laughs> he feels your pain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my pain. So I'm, my name is Chris Ponce. I come from I I, I hate what is it? I rain from Edinburgh, Texas. There you go. Ooh. There you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I'm an Edinburgh boy. Uh, family's out from Salmon Well. We moved to Edinburgh very uh-huh. very young. I am a, a CDH survivor, congenital diaphragmatic hernia. When I was really? born, which is means um, I have a scar on my stomach here and two holes in my side. Oh wow! And when I was born, I was born with like 48 hours to live. And uh, the surgery's like uh, 70, what is it, like only lived to like the age of 13, 15 years old. No shit. So I was a miracle baby from Jusco Hospital. That's awesome, man. Um, wow. Congenital diaphragmic hernia known as CDH is a very rare birth disease that it, what happens is you end up having a hole in your diaphragm mm-hmm. and all your stuff floats like upwards. So like your intestines and all that come wow. upwards into your lungs. I didn't know that. I so they know. have to cut you open, take everything out alphabetically, put it back in. And Holy shit. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty rare disorder at birth. And then, of course, it affects the child all the way through life. And there's right, different right. Uh, uh, severities of it. Some people, you know, all the way through their lives are affected by different stomach problems or wow. the diaphragm itself floats. And they have to like staple like you know their stomach and their organs to like their bodies and shit. Wow. You, wow. Learn, you learn something every day here. Wow. Yeah, I have a couple of my friends that I, I reach out to people that have the same condition. Mm-hmm. And like for myself, I, I was fairly lucky. Like, yeah, I suffered as a kid when I was younger. Right, right. But I did a lot of sports and I tried to live as normal as I could. Right, right. With whatever my body would contain. And mm-hmm. you know, martial arts kind of kept me going and all that good stuff. So uh, I try to get back to the community in that because there's a lot of kids that don't get that opportunity. Right. So, right. you know, I try to, the parents are the ones that of course suffer just as much as the child, because, you know, uh, the, the existence of life is, is a very important thing. Just the opportunity to exist is super yeah, yeah, important. Yeah. So like, I try to just give hope to as many of the, the young and, 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 and all this stuff like Aiden and Stephanie and all those people that are out there. I don't know if they're going to watch it, but right. uh, <laughs> they're from upstate and stuff. Okay. Um, right. 
but yeah, man, uh, that's kind of like a hidden secret, hidden secret about wow, man. myself. Uh, I'm a martial artist. I teach at Bad Boys Boxing Gyms in McAllen. What's up, boys? My boys are training right now as That's we awesome. Speak. That's awesome. Uh, they better be training. They better. They better. <laughs> Wednesday, well, uh, Thursday is dedicated to Thor. So we call it oh, Thor's shit. Day. So it's all the training oh. and all the heavy workouts and stuff like that. Better so, be rolling um, with Milner right now, damn it. Yeah, dude. And then I actually own two huge hammers of my own that are made of metal and stuff. You'd be, you guys would be proud. I you feel you right now, dude. Yeah, right um, what else? Uh, of course, I run the Average Voice podcast. Yeah. Started it back about... I want to say four years ago, we're about 170 episodes in. I'm burping all over the place. <laughs> Fucking Fuck you, Red Bull. A shitty sponsor. Fuck Red you, Bull. dude. Christ, yeah. man. I'm shout, out, yeah. shout out to Red Bull. Shout out to Red Bull. Shout out to Red Bull for fucking up my interview, man. Gives you wings and gas. Give me some prime. That's why it gives you wings, man. Give me some prime. Shout out sponsor prime. Uh, uh, I, like I said, uh, I, I run the Average Boys podcast. We're uh, a comic Film, movies, video games, you name it, we cover it. Anything that's in the nerd process. Yeah, We're man. very much uh, the villains of posers. People who come in and act like they know some shit, we usually, you know, got to reteach them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny to watch because I've seen, man. Dude, I get mad, man. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, get, I get fucking Bri- livid, dude. Brian, Brian's a character, bro. <laughs> love it, dude. I, love uh, Brian. I, got, I mean, I, I don't watch that many podcasts as much as I should. But when I stepped into your world of the podcast world, watching it, dude, it was it was it was fucking hilarious because you're talking. First of all, if you step into the step into their podcast, man, homeboy here, Chris is really a Metal Gear fan, huge, huge Metal Gear fan. He, he has Fon the tattoos. Don't be showing, don't show the titty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not showing nipple, man. Show OnlyFans. <laughs> and uh, hey, there's only one OnlyFans on the show. Yeah, that's his his his. Oh, that's leg. Right, that's he shows right. his leg. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> put wax on my leg this week. Yeah, prostate leg. Yeah. <laughs> so, but. They were talking about Metal Gear Solid, yeah, the collection, the collection, and uh, Brian. He, he just, Brian's face is just like he, you see his face, like bro, let's just get over this. Guy. <laughs> he fucking Brian is like, man, I'll never touch that game. That game was stupid as shit, and I'm like, I get it, I get it. It's a very uh, winded, yes. winded game. It's yeah. got a lot of shit in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fun game as fuck though. Once you get involved, it's yeah. very 007, very yeah. like espionage. Like right on the cusp of like video games and that like genre, right? Yeah. And Brian's like, no, nah, yeah, I ain't having it, man. And then he's all like, all right, all right, but I just have. Are have, you gonna buy? I'm it? Gonna buy it though. <laughs> it's because I'm a big fan. So he's like, oh, Chris. <laughs> Even before we started the show, he's like, oh, dude, did you hear? Like they're gonna make a collection. Aren't you excited? And I was like. All the all the conspiracy, the Kojima, uh, Konami, them falling apart, <laughs> them fucking him over at the award ceremony. All yeah. this shit came out, and I was yeah. like, Nah, well, you know what? Like, for what they did with Metal Gear Survive, I'm kind of worried. You know, there's this and that. And Brian was like, Oh, I didn't fucking care about that shit. I just want to know, like, are you gonna buy it? I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm excited for you because they're bringing this shit out. And, then, and and I was over here fucking just talking and talking, and Brian's like. Why you gonna buy it or not? I don't give a fuck. That's what. That's, what, that's so, when I took. I took the, took the honor and the liberty to actually put the hashtag. But I'm gonna buy it. So that should be a huge hashtag for Metal Gear, for Metal Gear, and for the pot their podcast now. So, yeah, you'll make a shirt. <laughs> hashtag. But are you gonna buy yeah, it? Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. So go on about your podcast. You, uh, you have Brian on there. Who else do you got? Well, we got Brian D from New Jersey. And the reason why is because, yeah, it's New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> and we got Trigger. Trigger's a good friend of mine, Michael Jacob Pudon. Yeah. He's been in the podcast from uh, almost from the very beginning. When we first started off before the coronavirus, I had a good friend of mine named John on. We just call him uh, 
Well, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bob. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, John Gaetan, Johnny. Uh, good kid. Uh, he wanted to go off and do his own thing. Right. So he, he bounced, and I was there kind of isolated and by myself. And when that happened, yeah, I hit up Triggs, and I was like, yo, like, you know, we talked about – I had told him a long time ago, like, hey, man, this is when – Pat, dude, I'm talking like – like when Ramsey opened up Kaboom Comics, okay, that, okay. That, yeah, yeah. like that long ago, okay, like in between the cusp of him being Magex and yeah, yeah. Kaboom Comics, yeah. Right? And I was at the time I was dating a friend of Trigger's, and that's how I met Trigger, mm-hmm. and we would just hang out because we knew comic books a lot. Like we talk comics, like the only dude I could like talk some straight right, right, right. shit about comics, right. I make it sound like it's got a whole like, <laughs> hard life, like yo, comic it, books, you know, what's it up? What's up? Yeah, it, <laughs> no, it, it does. Not. All right, <laughs> not anymore. But now it does. Apparently, it does. Um, but I'm back in the day, fucking, yeah, when I was in high school, nah, man, people were like, I'm back in the day, back in the day, nah, nah, you were cool back in the day, dude, you're slanging some drugs and shit, and Iron Man comics. Spawn comics, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you read Spawn back in the day, you were, you were, you were hardcore, man, like, that was the dude, well, Triggs, I told Triggs, and I told my friend uh, Julian and um, George Giannis, those guys used to work with a uh, Slim and the boys. I don't know. If you remember the old biker shop that used to be on uh, 495 over there and going towards Mission? Oh yeah, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Like like right when you're uh, going into like that Placita where like a grill, not Grilla George's, but like the there used to be like a fucking fun time pizza. Okay, I know where that is at, but like uh, it was around that area. Okay, it, going towards Sherryland on Mission okay. or mm-hmm. at, from McAllen to Mission. Okay, and they used to have a biker shop where they used to do like choppers and all that shit. We used to, oh, okay. we used to be tight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well. I had approached them all a long time ago and I was like, Oh dude, let's start a podcast. And this was like way, like when it was like super niche to do something like that. Right. Right. And they were like, I don't want to do that shit, man. Fuck that. No one's going to like that shit. Like that's stupid. We right, were gonna, right, like, no. it, it, nobody thought it was going to blow up as the way it did during the coronavirus situation. Um, so yeah, I told Triggs, I was like, yeah, I'm going to make a, I'm going to, I'm going to make a show based on the everyday guy. Like all of us, uh, what we love to do like that's it like just some average dudes doing some average shit yeah so that way someone when we argue with them and debate they can't be like well you're not a professional well, well no shit i'm an average guy like exactly. just like anybody else exactly exactly i just happen to have a passion for it and that's all it is right right so that's why i kind of named it the average boys but i put it with a d because we had joined a radio station and everything was uh uh, the devil's lettuce sponsored like ideas. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I was like the dab, you know what I mean? Little CBD. And I was, cause I was gonna name it Tab, and I was like, no, I was gonna get the Coca Cola reference. I'm gonna get that shit. I'm the only old dude that drinks Tab and shit. I love Tab. <laughs> I love Tab. Dude, it's like so refreshing. Grip, yeah. I swear those guys still use cocaine in the nineties, dude. <laughs> Fuck, that's crazy. The Tab was good. Well, I don't think anybody was gonna get the Tab reference, so I was like, yeah. nah, if I do Dab, all the kids were doing all that shit from like all the fucking memes and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, it might work. But it, I, it, like, after I did it and I set it up and I was like, yeah, like, I was like, who the fuck is going to get duh as the first part? Everybody's just going to look up the average voice. Right. And then it just so happens there's a dude who has a show called The Average Voice, like with uh-huh. a TH, but it's oh, like so The Average Boy. It. So you do. No, it. so I beat yeah. the fuck out of him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, he owns it. Yes. Yeah, just a little kid. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Represent. No. <laughs> the street, bitch. No, so, so what I had to do is I just tried to uh, get it out there more. Right. Get it out there to the public and, um, I initiated this idea that I approached the convention, which was, of course, Ramsey, and then I approached other conventions, too. Right. And I offered them the opportunity to have a third-party interviewer without the convention interviewing their guests. Right, right. So it makes the guests feel more uh, valued because yeah. it's just not the they, when they go to a con and the con goes, hey, we're, we're going to do some interviews with you. The guy shows up and he's wearing their shirt. 
the person already knows, oh, you're just doing this to cut a promo or whatever. But when you have someone else from the outside coming in and interviewing them, they feel a little bit more valued. Like, oh, someone third party cares that I'm here. You know, okay, cool. Like, so we've had this opportunity where they brought us to shows, have a set up a booth, and then we get to interview all the guests. That's something we, uh, as far as the roundtable studios, we Mm -hmm. wanted to do something like that for the con this past uh, year. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we couldn't actually get it to the point where we want to do it because some of us work and some yeah, of us yeah, yeah. We didn't have time for it. So I'm hoping maybe next year we get something where we can get a booth, not only for us, for as far as the studio, but all the podcasters to pitch in to get one booth. One booth everybody can, you know, share it yeah. in some I mean, sort of but way. That's, that's true. There is a big movement right now. Um, there's a bunch of creepy motherfuckers that go to conventions, man. Yeah, there yeah, is. a bunch of dudes <laughs> that are like, a bunch of dudes that are like, well, I'm a photographer, but uh, uh, you know, they, they they just do weird shit, and there's there's always like a lot of problems and that are popping up. Yeah. A lot more recently that I've seen online, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think that sooner or later conventions are just gonna have to kick up and be like, okay, cool. Well, if you want to walk in with a camera and take pictures that way, yeah. you're going to need to get a media pass. You're going to need to yes. do all this stuff. No. And yes. with that comes a lot of responsibility. You're yes, going to have does. to prove you're an actual photographer, which means you got to have an online portfolio, yeah, yeah, some yeah. type of website where you show your work. It can't right. be like, let me take photos and then not post up photos anywhere. Right. Especially, especially with, with guests at cons, you know, if yeah. you want to guarantee their safety, yeah. everyone should have a credential. Yeah. If, if you're just going to be some, some schlub with an iPhone out there. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, you, you sit your ass way in the back or something. Exactly. The, the Valley's always 10 years behind when it comes to a lot of stuff in business and all this other stuff. Right, right. A lot of stuff. But, so a lot of people don't know how, like, bigger conventions handle the opportunity to even be yeah. guested as a photographer at conventions. Mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine, my, my friend Georgie's from Laredo. He literally gets invited to San Diego Comic-Con and all this other stuff. That's good guys. But he has to have, like, 10,000 followers. He mm-hmm. has to have a certain amount of pictures in business that he runs a year. Mm-hmm. He needs to prove these things before he it gets, gets the opportunity. Yeah. Right, right. Which, so is, like, which is only fair. Which yeah. is only fair. And then yeah. they, they hire you as a photographer, and then you work for San Diego Comic-Con doing all their photos, videos, and all that stuff. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's man. a really cool opportunity, yeah, but man. it takes work. It's yeah, not it one does. of those things where you're like, I bought a camera for photo photo what, photo one yeah. at UTRGV, and now I'm a Bodeur or a fucking <laughs> photographer <laughs> taking pictures of chicks. Terry, hire me. Yeah, hire me. Uh, Remember, me char- Terry created you photography. You can't, yeah. you can't be doing that Damn, shit. Damn, bro, you look con. good in a pair of underwear. Let me get some photos <laughs> of you and shit. What am I going to get the negatives? No one said anything about negatives. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't Nothing say you were going to get any of these photos <laughs> either. So, I mean, so it, uh, we were talking about uh, Titan Radio. Well, if you, right before we jumped on Titan Radio. My boys. You started off there particularly. And how, I mean, how I know you explained how did or what was your show recently about? Was it what you're doing right now, or was it something totally different? Yeah. Uh, so what happened with RGB Tyrant? Shout out to Fred. Shout out to the boys and stuff at RGB Tyrant. We love you guys, man. Thank you for the opportunity, you guys. Um, when we first started off, I was asked by a friend of mine who ran the THC Octavio Porales, Porales mm-hmm. who is Oki. We call him Oki. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ran the THC show, right? Okay. And when we went on his show, he kind of brought me on because he would do an artist spotlight. Okay. And I'm a mixed martial artist. I do a lot of tinkering. Right. I do graphics design. That's what I do professionally. Right. Um, advertisement, content creating for people, right. building their online presence and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, just like every other person out there that's freelance. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah I got yeah, a yeah. camera. Uh, <laughs> let me fix you up. Um, <laughs> I'm throwing shade at everybody. Uh, <laughs> that's the end of the show, guys. Yeah, I'm watching that. Fuck. <laughs> uh, but um, there yeah, it goes he, again. <laughs> yeah, he approached me and was like, I'd like to bring you on the show talk about you know philosophy martial arts all that good stuff right yeah. and from there uh fred came up and he's like hey man you did real good like you you did 
fairly well on the microphone. Like, have you ever done this before? And I was like, no, but I used to do stand-up comedy with Raymond Orta a long time ago, about two yeah. and a half years. And yeah, yeah. I was like fucking connected to him at the hip. It was almost go. like he was my dad, hey, like umbilical hey. cord. Shout out hey, Raymond, my boy. I love Ray, you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, he got me started on being on the mic, being comfortable. I mean, I've never shied away when given the opportunity. Of course, it's uh, uh, battling with your brain to be able to come up with content on what to say on the spot. Yeah, yeah. It's probably the hardest thing. But once you get comfortable, it kind of like just flows once you got that confidence in you. Yeah. So that's just, that's a, some advice for you. There you content go. Content and uh, We'll charge you four ninety five yeah, just for that time, little bit. Get a part of the fucking <laughs> <laughs> join Spon- the fucking summit or What if the content that comes spewing out is uh, not family appropriate? Well, I mean that becomes different. That. Yeah, yeah, that becomes different. I mean, I always tell people like it's okay to be honest and open and be yourself. Like you don't have to wear a mask for anybody, and if you cuss. And and you're inappropriate. You just have to be aware that you have to deal with the consequences of your actions at that exactly, moment. Exactly. So like, if I come out and I cuss, I wouldn't want that to reflect on what they do on the show here. I want yeah, that right. to reflect as who right. I am as a person. Yeah. The, the cool thing is that he has a we, we can cuss in the show, right? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted because uh, I'll do I'll cussing? do all no, PG. Like, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll do dick jokes all PG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now she's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These scientific words up in here, boy. All right, um, would you eat a dick or throw in a cake? Or... Oh, my God. For the, uh, for, for, first for those, question. For those of you who watch the podcast, one of the first episodes we had here, well, second episode we had here at the podcast, we had uh, uh, some uh, some uh, cigar people. Shout out to those guys that came on that, that episode. And uh, the question was, was that. I got a question for y'all. You the know, question for the ages. The question for the ages. Okay, what is it? So he goes, you got two choices. You can... Sit on a dick, eat cake, or sit on a cake and eat dick. Which one would you do? Wasn't that kind of the same thing? I just thing? walk out of the room. God. <laughs> you ain't going <laughs> fucking nowhere. That's yeah. the question. Then, what kind of dungeon then, are you guys in? This guy goes, do I have to know the person? I go, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> There's ramifications. <laughs> here, what is the cake? Taste. What, what is the flavor? Is it? Is it? <laughs> Actually, I asked, you're really going detail here, too. Yeah, I, go, I, I asked if it was kosher. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I never got a at response. At this point, we're thinking of religion. Because <laughs> <laughs> at that we point, religion is. A we really want, want to make sure. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to want, piss off anybody. I want to make sure when I make it to heaven, God doesn't go mad. Really, what religion <laughs> is this cake? Yeah, <laughs> kosher. That's awesome. Anyways. Back to that. So answer went, the question. <laughs> the question. You know what? That reminds me of that fucking meme, man, where the guy goes, uh, "If if I offered you a million dollars to," and the guy in the back goes, "I'll suck a dick." <laughs> <laughs> Bad people are just so willing for a million bucks. Just like, that million, like that I'll get one. it in a submarine. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. That was so Yo, I was so I don't know if you guys saw my shit. I was oh. livid, man, oh on how God. many people were tearing into that guy's oh life. My, God, my my whole thing was like the kid. Like I felt bad for the kid. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then yeah. everyone was like, well, fucking 250,000. I was like, yo, dude, that's, that's any rich person that goes and does some random shit because they have the money to do that. But like, if you had $250,000 to spew at anything, what would you do with it? I told my friends, if I win the lottery, I'm going to buy all my friends RVs. Like that's all I'm going to buy my friends RVs. Why? I don't know. I just think RVs are cool. I, I, like, just, I, I just don't understand. I just don't understand why would you go to that depth just to see 
a, a, a submarine or a ship that already fucking that well, I can watch on television. More, exactly. like more the more the point. Why would this guy drag his kid who was did not want to go? I yeah, because then I heard about that too, right? Which is a couple days later, where you find out that the kid only went because of Father's Day gift. Like he oh, wanted to just make his dad happy, shit. so he didn't want to be there. Right. That's, I mean, but the thing is, it's like okay. Up. The coolest thing I heard was from James Cameron, right? The director, Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. He's been out there a million times. Mm -hmm. There's even videos of the same submarine out there doing the same trip that they've done 20, 30, 40 times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just a situation that it would eventually happen. Right. So we just didn't know when. It's just a a one in a million shot, pretty much. A one in a million shot. It's the same thing with the SpaceX. You know, one of these days, God forbid, one of those capsules isn't come. Is yeah, back. Donnie Darko, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just Darko. the it's, motor just falls on the Yeah, side. it just falls out the bottom of it. Yeah. Well, that's new. And, All right. <laughs> Fuck. Is that titanium? Uh, <laughs> is that titanium? Yeah, God. That's where that book goes. Put that cellar. Facebook market, dude. Fairly used and shit. Beat the Broco 956 so we can promote it. Oh my God! You, Ooh, wow. <laughs> but like, uh, oh I, you know, uh, James Cameron said, uh, "People's thrill, appetite for thrill, is different." Yeah, you know, yeah. some of us have gone parachuting, bungee jumping, and all that other stuff. Right. Um, when I was younger, going to California, doing some stuff, uh, bungee jumped, and got to pack my own cord, which doesn't sound smart as fuck. Yeah, because yeah. I can't. Yeah. Good, I can't yeah. make brisket. Yeah. You know, you but I can pack a bungee cord. <laughs> I can't. My life. I can't yeah. tie yeah. my own shoes yeah. anymore, yeah. dude. <laughs> So, so that. But let me pack your shit. Yeah. But let me get. I can't cook ramen, but I got this motherfucker done. Fuck yeah! It's one of those things. Like you end up finding ways to continue the thrill without having to put a fuckload of money into it. Right. Right. Uh, A lot of people are making fun of the fact that the dude was using a Logitech remote control. Yeah. Uh, If if you know engineering or robotics and stuff, that's fairly common. Common. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is the way I looked at it on the outside was this guy was trying to find a way. To create a camping endeavor, yeah, underwater, underwater. Yeah, it was just making it personal. Right now, I mean, fuck, I, I laugh at it all the time because we're gonna have the same situation happen with the drone uh, transportation units they're making, mm-hmm. like where they I got mean, like drones. They're using drone motors, right? Yeah, motherfucker, those guys are gonna die so fast, man. Yep. Yeah. Jesus. I I, I fly drones uh, hobbyist wise, so I do acro and all this other stuff. And I'll tell you, like, we fuck drones up every day, like every second. Like, there's no way these good these guys are gonna go out there and just be like, oh, I'm gonna get to San Antonio today safely. No. <laughs> no. Some some somebody's fucking baby monitor is gonna screw up the guidance yeah. on, the, on that thing, and yeah. it's it's gone. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Man. So, is, so, I mean, it, it's insane that they would. But the thing is, is if people don't take those, that's the expedition. That's the life of an expedition person. Yeah. I told people as the argument, and I was like, well, when was the last time you saw a broke person find something that revolutionized history or an expedition or, you know, something into the future? Broke people right. don't get to do that shit. Right, right. Like, you know, and yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, it's it's not nice to be broke, but I'm just saying, like, you need money to do expeditions and do things like that yeah. to be able to be successful exactly. with it. So I don't know. There's something, what, there's something thrilling about whether uh, not knowing if you're going to be able to eat tonight or yeah they we're, we're have our own sleep. expedition yeah that's that's, yeah, that's an own life ex- yeah. expedition how am i paying yeah. the bill today yeah <laughs> well, well we're gonna find out how many hand jobs in the park yeah. <laughs> oh chew takes three but uh <laughs> how do you know uh, how the fuck I, do you know when's the last time you I saw my, my youtube page? video go to our youtube yeah i bet you've heard it's there He's got I YouTube. Heard. <laughs> Last time your boyfriend was he in calls you. him pranks. Oh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> he calls him pranks. <laughs> Give this guy a hand so, up for pranks. No, Why like am I getting that. swatted again? <laughs> <laughs> Not like you don't enjoy it. Anyway, so on your podcast, yeah. the subjects that you go the 
the whole genre that you go through. Do you all talk about this before you go on? No, it's kind of like the way it is. Or it's just it's go just like for the way we yeah, we literally come on the show Friday, like like kind of like the way it was today. We right. get there about 30, 40 minutes into the, the room that we provide. Right. And then we're just like, hey man, did you guys hear anything this week? And we'll just go from there. Like we don't really yeah. try to research it because we all in our own individual way have our knowledge based on it right? right so i'm really big in the comics like themselves right right but the thing about me is my general idea is i don't think it was a bad idea for them to try to take the comic book structure and make that directly into film and the reason why is because those stories on those pages are when we read them they're masterpieces yeah mm-hmm. so that reading it understanding it, liking it in structure of that way, being a masterpiece, it's already done. So when, when someone comes in, some snobby kid that's never read comics comes in and goes, Oh, I'm going to direct a film about it. I've never read it. I'll read it for a couple bits. And right, you know, right, right. and they're like, Oh, but I'm going to throw some flavor in it because I think I'm bigger than that. That's like someone wow. coming and getting Mickey mouse and changing it completely and being like, well, I'm bigger than that character. But we celebrate that character's birthday that doesn't even have a real life. Yeah, I got so, you. I got you. So those you. characters themselves, they're bigger than what we think we are. Right. So when you bring in like a James Gunn or a Taika Waititi or even a Sam Raimi, when they come in and they come in confident as themselves, knowing that they themselves have a thing that they follow, it, it doesn't work in that genre because those characters already have something that's already been laid out throughout all the, the history. Like your grandfather – knows Captain America just as much as you know Yo, Captain, Captain America. America. And it's right. the same exactly. dude. So exactly. you hit around the money. Yeah. One, of my, one of my favorite favorite uh, Marvel Cap, characters. Yeah. Yeah, Captain, Captain America, Captain, man. He's, a, my, he's my the golden boy. boy, man. That's like the yeah. one that we all looked up to yeah. and wanted to strive to be like. He's yeah. the grandfather. Yeah. grandfather. Yeah. I know there's other ones that go Superman bound, but yeah. I'm, more of a, I'm more of a Captain guy, man. For yeah. some reason, I don't know why. Yeah. It's no, just, I mean, it's it's because it's embedded. Okay, so I've told people this before. The reason why the, the, the DC universe struggles more than the Marvel universe is because it's two different themes of comic book storytelling. You're right. The Marvel comic book is you can strive to be like those characters. Spider-Man was made to be very uh, reminiscent of your personal life. Right. Acne, girlfriends, you know, growing up, hating the school and all that stuff. And all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. The DC characters are God amongst men. They're pedestal characters. You cannot, no matter how hard you try, when you say you want to be like Batman, someone will tell you you can't. Because Batman is just that much better than you. Right. And you're like, well, nah, dude, like, I'm going to work out like Batman. You, better go, you don't got his money. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, 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 there, that's there's the... always like a weird, like, you can't. It's like, Batman. A, right. like a fine yeah. line. But Iron Man, people would be like, oh, dude, you can be just like Iron Man. You get cosplay and you dress up and wires and shoot shit. And yeah. everybody will think you're, you're, you don't have to be the billionaire uh, philanthropist uh, yeah. millionaire. Yeah. You don't have that. You don't have to have that for Tony Stark. Right. But for Batman, you need that shit. Uh, so isn't isn't, like isn't that interesting that they don't seem to get that is that Marvel's characters are all gods. Yeah. Well, DC's, Where, DC's characters. DC. DC. Yeah, DC's sorry, characters. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. DC's characters are. And, Marvel, and Marvel's characters Mar- are, are so down to earth. They're and all relatable. down to earth. Yeah. yeah. And they're super relatable. So like when yep. you make a story, like that's what made Winter Soldier such an amazing story. And yep. then the well, Civil War was good. But Captain America and the Winter Soldier still to this day is like top of the line yeah. storytelling in comic books. I still know a lot of people that, well, I'm comic books. I've never, never dove into it, but on film, I still know a lot of people that just didn't like the fact that he was given a second chance. For Captain had, America? Yes. Yeah. 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 But, it, it, it's, well, the, but it's a story. It's a great story because it's a man out of time. <laughs> it's a story of men. Okay. I got some, I got my wife here commenting because she's a big, 
DC fan. Okay. And, okay, so, she's, she's saying you don't need money to become Iron Man. <laughs> okay, that's what she says. Tony Stark uh, Starks is richer than Batman. <laughs> no, I don't but, think that's true. <laughs> but remember, remember you were talking to somebody who knows. Yeah. So I'm I mean, I mean, touch it, that with a fork. But, but you see, like that's cool because she understands like that there's a certain amount of wealth that someone can attire or acquire. That it's kind of hard to gauge who's who's on what, right? See, well, like, well, yeah. Just just remember, Iron Man, Tony Stark. He made a suit of that Iron Man suit with with nothing. Yeah. He didn't make it with billions of dollars. Yeah, billions. Yeah. Of he dollars. made it he with stuck just, in a cave. And, he was stuck and in a where, cave where with he's a box more, of scraps. Where, remember that. Where Tony Stark is richer is the idea on how he uses technology. Yeah, right. like that's his that's his gift, right? He's right, like yeah. a techno savvy god of the Marvel universe. Where right. Batman, Bruce Wayne could just, could easily make. A suit of armor. Yeah, but it takes him a while. Yeah, <laughs> it takes him a while. It takes uh, Alfred a while. Yeah, yeah. I, there you go. Alfred should be the superhero. Yeah, dude. Alfred's the dude. But yeah, like that's that's a it's a good point. I mean, yeah. Um, my I think, but in in general wealth, I want to say that Batman, because of the Wayne family itself, is more uh, rich because they deal where Tony Stark is by himself an individual entrepreneur. He's gained his yeah. kind of like Elon Musk, but it's like Elon Musk versus the Rockefellers. Well, I mean, to say his his uh, his father was the one who actually, you know, yeah, invested, invested and all, all that. And eventually, yeah. he got the the whole, I guess, the shebang of yeah. of it more. Yeah. You know, so I mean, yeah. And then if you think of like the collection of sources in the comic books that Batman has acquired in his like uh, years of collecting things, like based on like kryptonite and right. the sources of material and stuff, he's probably more richer in that stuff compared to what Iron Man does, which is he just collects alcohol. Like, yeah, he just gets drunk all Damn, the time. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I kind I kind of like Iron Man's uh, prep time more than Bruce Wayne's prep time. Dude, I fucking hate Batman's prep time, dude. <laughs> Fuck Batman's prep time. Dude. Yes, all Batman needs is prep time. Yeah. That's it. That's prep it. And you're trying. And I'm, can't keep Selena and Kyle happy, dude. Yeah. Get your prep time. Note, man. Get your, Prep type yeah. priorities and whatnot. We're gonna take a commercial break. We're 30 minutes into the podcast. I got some more questions out there. I got some interesting stuff. More about Deadpool. Oh, nice. A little bit of Deadpool. Yeah, a little yeah. bit about the new, I'm not sure if it's the new cast of the new Hulk movie. I saw some yeah, yeah. previous to that also. And of course, you gotta talk about the main trailer that's been out there left and right where all the ladies are going crazy for. Barbie. <laughs> Barbie. Barbie. No, Barbie. No, no, no. <laughs> You know, no, no. Way. If you know what it is, trust me, you can enjoy. Hang are you talking about Craven again? <laughs> yes, we are talking about Craven. Ah. Here we go, guys. Butcher Bar for Life. The Butcher Bar and Tap Room, located at 308 South Texas Boulevard, Westico, Texas. Give them a call at 956 520 7111. Speak to Noe. Come check out their great meals, all vegan based. And let me tell you about their pizzas. Oh my goodness, they are to die for. And also, they carry muffins and buns ready-made for you guys. And you cannot go wrong with the specific tacos. They're great. Trust me. I guarantee you'll like them. And while you're waiting for your meal to come out, get yourself some fresh kabucha from the tap. Bucha, bucha for life. Put your immune system on the right track. Let's go. Are you having minor setbacks on a law issue? Maybe a car accident recently? or something a little bit more serious, or it could be something going to bankruptcy, give Efren Molina, attorney at law, a call. They will go through every step of the process to figure out exactly what can be done and done by the book. And he'll be with you every step of the way until the judge makes his final verdict. 
Give the law offices of Ephraim Molina a call at 956-391-2754, located at 113 West Sabrano Street, Edinburgh, Texas. And you're only a phone call away. The Rabbit Hole, located at 2900 West 6th Mile and a Half Sweet Beach in Mission, Texas. If you're looking for liquor, beer, CBD products, or even smoke products. Hell guys, they even have tattoo supplies for you. And last but not least, adult novelties for everyone and every occasion. Set up your party and give these guys a call at 956-599-0103. 956-599-0103. The Rabbit Hole. Only the best for all my best. Ooh. Looks like your windshield just got hit. I know it's heartbreaking, but don't worry. My guys at the DNC Autoglass got you covered. Let's get you informed on how we can save you time and money. Then let's get that damage repaired. It's important to inspect your glass for chips and cracks regularly. A small, dime-sized chip on your windshield does have major potential to grow into a large crack that can obstruct your vision. This type of damage does require a full replacement. You might want to save yourself the trouble. Repairing one small chip before it spreads into a crack takes about 5 minutes and only costs a fraction of what you'd be paying for a replacement. Our team members are trained to inform you on how to get the most life out of your glass and are dedicated to providing top quality repairs. So, don't stress, don't delay. All you got to do is snap a pic of the damage and text it to 956-314-9149. Tell them Chew and Ooze sent you. Again, that's 956-314-9149. Fast, affordable, quality service backed by Lifetime Guarantee. Barbershop located at 2718 South 23rd Street in McAllen, Texas. If you're looking for the best shop in town, let your hair do the talking. Fast, fades in no time. Straight shades, straight style. All about you. Try a different style. Always fulfill your expectations. Because at Hipsters, your satisfaction is our goal. Rowdy Pools, located in McAllen, Texas. Rowdy Pools are made to impress. Take your swim experience to the next level. And also, at an affordable price and installation. Each pool is made with top-notch quality for every occasion and also for your family. Rowdy Pools, design, built, and service. Michelada Mix is back. Sponsoring the Chewy New Podcast, guys. This drink is the one. If you've never had a Michelada in your entire life, this is the way to get it. Right with Iris, man. She has all these great flavors, like my favorite pickle and extra lime, man. This mix has not only gotten really excitingly great, but you can pick it up at any of these locations, guys. And trust me, once you get the first taste, just like this guy, you will not put it down. I guarantee it will change your taste buds forever. Petey Wheaties, bro. Look up on Facebook, Instagram, and on Snapchat. Yeah! Back 
And thank you to all our sponsors, man. We appreciate it. Going thick through thin, even with this ugly mug next to us. And you're you're still the reason us. why I am drinking Coke <laughs> instead of RC. Thank tab, you. tab, 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 tab. Oh, I got, I got tab at all. You don't, I don't, I'm not worried about that. Columbia County. Still from the 80s and shit. <laughs> So we were talking about we're talking a lot of stuff right now during the break, man, and some interesting stuff. And yes, baby, you're still watching. I mentioned the end game, how you thought it was kind of stupid uh, with the whole Gamara and uh, Black how Widow. dare you? <laughs> so, <laughs> Who but, do you think you but are? I got a great explanation for you. So stick around because you're going to find out. But first, I want to dip my toes into the upcoming new Deadpool movie. Good shit. Good oh, shit. my God. Uh, it's finally going to happen. We're going to have Deadpool and Wolverine in the same film. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fucking people in that same <laughs> film. Dude. There, uh, I'm this excited. is like 15 years too late, for, in my opinion. You know, okay, I can my... see that. I can see that. Yeah. But I mean, it was uh, of course it was during the the Fox separation from Disney, so yeah, they didn't exactly. really have the rights. And I've always told people what Ryan Reynolds did for Deadpool was that was like blade what blade did for the marvel universe yeah. back yes. in the day. like it saved yeah. yes the absolutely comic book industry yeah uh ryan reynolds saved the fox industry and saved like the overall justing idea of what the possibilities you can get away with with comic books oh i'm touching myself tonight yeah. yeah of course during that time we'd always done like the i always call them like the disney adventure uh, superhero stories, right. which is like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. You had your Fantastic Four back in the day. You had your X-Men, which we were talking about earlier. Right, yeah. All of those were just like very cookie cutter, very blank man, kind of like a, <laughs> well, yeah, you remember? Holy that? shit! Yeah, yeah. Well, they, the only... The only <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> They're very cookie cutter, man. They're very uh. Shut the fuck up, dude. What's How long? Going out on the <laughs> How many years have been have you been waiting to say that, dude? For a while. And then, and then for a Meteor while Man. Now. Meteor Man was the other one. Oh, Meteor Man. Yeah. Meteor Man was actually a Marvel character. He came out of a different Marvel multiverse character yeah, story. Yeah. So he's a he's a Marvel. Uh, character. What was the no, no Town, Townsend? What was yeah. his name? Townsend. Robinson. Yeah, man. Oh my god, dude, that like massive throwback, right? Yeah, now. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, Howard the Duck. Everybody name it. I got yeah, it. Uh, yeah. Those 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 uh comic book stories were very uh ninja turtle cookie cutter very like right. uh good guy comes in uh introduces finds a damsel in distress you know the hero's journey and in right. the sense of writing stories there's this, this thing called the hero's journey which is like there is a climax of failure and then a comeback story and then right. the overall c- conquest and and then they become the heroes right 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 and those stories back in the day did it you saw how they did it like in fantastic four two with chris evans mm-hmm. he accumulates all the characters powers and fights the yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and and it's it's and then of course um Silver Surfer comes back and and then goes against Galactus in the end and right. saves humanity. Oh, by the way, that was Galactus in that movie. Yeah, that was yeah. a big in case tub it, of shit yeah, in the movie. Fucking piece of shit! on fucking Marvel for the rest of the Can you imagine how much fear it put into all the fans later on that? When the Eternals was being made and they were talking about being the Celestials, everyone was like, "Well, I hope they're not giant clouds in the sky." And I was like, "Jeez, <laughs> yeah. the trauma, yeah. dude! Calm down, yeah. guys. Yeah. The trauma. Yeah. Let people it's be just, creative artists. Dude, the trauma, man. I'm An amorphous cloud is approaching the planet mm-hmm. Earth. What will we do? I, and there's a dude in chrome paint coming yes, out of fucking there's, naked on the surface. There's a naked chrome guy, bro. Yeah. I, did you <laughs> ever see the unreleased movie of the Fantastic Four back in the '80s? 
Yeah, yeah, the, oh, that's yeah, like that was, a that's like the Ninja Turtle thing. Yeah, 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 it was bad. Was oh, like, was bad. Wow, even Doc, even uh, that was, Doom was bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> trash, dude. It was like I, a comic relief. That bro. was like that first part when they did Captain America, the old '80s one on the bike, the motorcycle. Yes, yes. and yes. you saw him up close, and you realized it was like a like a rubber mask. Yeah, yeah. and the fucking eyes you are, are pulled back, and he looks like he's cross-eyed and shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, dude, I was like, this is. This is, this is what we get. <laughs> this is all we got right now, guys. So that's where, where I come in and I say, hey, you know what? Like, these movies may be shit. Yeah. But I'm just happy to be alive. Because, yeah. like, dude, that's cool. Like, that, like, even though they're shit, they're way better than that. Like, at least we're well, getting way better that, than that. That was, that was kind of the feeling when you got, when you first started seeing the, these new Marvel movies. Yeah. Like, when the X-Men first came out. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah. wasn't... It wasn't great, but it was awesome to was, see these was, characters. At on. that moment, it was the greatest shit we got. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Ang Lee's The Hulk. I yeah. mean, what yeah. a piece of garbage, but I mean, I, I still like oh my seeing the possibilities Dude, I love that of the Hulk. Hulk. I love yeah. that. The, the Eric Hulk. Bono one? Yeah. But the one that was just, he was so cartoony. Yeah. He was so cartoony, and I loved yeah. it. I loved it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, I just like the fact that they showed you how when he becomes angry or he gets bigger, because that was the way oh, it was. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And a lot of the other comic, like the, the way it is now, it doesn't show that. It's just... He just gets big. He just gets, yeah, he just gets and angry. Speaking of, well, we, we went over the Deadpool, but speaking of that, that's another thing I want to step on, the new Hulk movie that's coming out. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts? I mean, I freaked out when I was looking at the lineup. They are bringing the old Hulks back. I saw that they're bringing Bonner. Scar looks and, like he sucks. And then um, they bring him back, uh, what's his name? Uh, Norton. Edward yeah, Norton. Edward that's Norton. Come back. He, he got fired and from all that. now yeah. I saw that Harrison Ford is on the yeah. on the cast now, man. Well, he's going to be Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, oh so Thunderbolt gosh. Ross ends up if you if you're somewhat of a, a Hulk fan in history, we do know that the, the Thunderbolt Ross turns into the Red Hulk. Yes. So yes. that's always a big thing. A lot of people don't know the story of the Red Hulk, but no. they know that there is just generally a Red Hulk. And when he becomes angrier, he becomes overheated. That's he gets the red skin. So he becomes like he's on fire. So yeah. yeah, I've always been a big Hulk fan when I was a kid. Uh yeah. I was I was at the age where the Lou Ferrino yeah. And Bill Bigsby was oh, the good. shit. When I would watch, when I first saw that, it it blew my mind. Yeah. You know, yeah. somebody getting that angry, turning that huge. You know, it was awesome. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I loved it. It was such yeah. a cool way because you knew the comic books and how they went. Yeah, but to know that that was like like like. Yeah, Ferrigno, when he was like all dressed up in green or painted in green, painted you green. were like, holy shit, that's a big dude, man. Yeah. I didn't really like, I never realized how real big that guy was. Yeah. And, and such him, a gentle giant. And, and to see him yeah. run away yeah. and see the white on the back. Of the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see all the paint flying off right and off. shit. Yeah. I was like, wow. And well, then, that, that's, why, love, that's why he wore the booties. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. he had green booties on And I like the fact that they did give him homage in the newer movies and they always brought him back. Yes. Yeah, he's such a gentle giant. And I'm, I've always been a big fan. I'm, I'm a huge Hulk fan. Yeah, so uh, am I. A huge Hulk fan. I am. The only thing is, like right now, it's it's cool because we did hear recently that when they did acquire the rights to the Hulk finally, mm-hmm. because Universal Studios is financially hurting right, and right. they're in a situation. I always thought Universal should have just played games the way Sony's playing games mm-hmm. and just allow them to use them openly. Yeah, and then still acquire that money and still like you know get from it a little bit. Right. I, right, right. I've, I've always been a, a fan of that. You know, Fox and Sony. Yeah. Just give, give you, Marvel yeah, they can get their money from it. Yeah, absolutely. They'll get more than their money out yeah. of it, and then it'll it'll be fine. The you know the fans will get what they want because Marvel knows what they're doing. And even and, even Mark Ruffalo that came out, he was like, "Man, uh, I want to do a Hulk standalone film, but uh, Universal doesn't." He would call them out, and be like, yeah. "They don't want to play yeah. right. They don't want to play." And right. it's crazy, man. Because yeah. I mean, when when Bana came out after you know the the new Hulk movie came mm-hmm. out, I was like, "Okay, 
it's an okay movie. I did, just didn't like it. Like you said before, we're talking uh, during the break. It was too a little too cartoony. Yeah, it was cartoony. Too car- but I like the fact that he every time he got mad, yeah. he just freaking got and, bigger. And, and the bigger other thing that bigger. I like too is when he was fighting all the military uh, tanks and yeah. helicopters. That scene was fun as hell, man. Yeah. Yeah. watching yeah. him run through the desert and yeah. then like throwing missiles and like yeah. that was so Hulk yep. being seen in real life. Exactly. Yeah. Where like you look at the newer movies and and like the Eric Bana movie, and it's so much more of a relatability mm-hmm. with the character that right. kind of like overshadows. Where you look at uh, the guy that becomes Abomination, yeah, right. he's more of an interesting character that you're like that dude's cool, yeah, because yes. of his actions, right? Because of his actions, you you get to understand yeah, his yeah. motivations. The, the, the Edward what Eric Edward Norton guy's just crying. <laughs> that's how he's doing. Yeah. It. He, that's what I'm saying. It was weird because I know in the first one they did play homage to Bill Bigsby mm-hmm. on that one, and then the second one with with Norton. I mean, you saw it. He was kind of playing. That part, yeah. But the thing is that uh, it didn't work out for him because he wanted full control of the movie. Yeah. He wanted to change yeah, this he, and that. Yeah. This and that's, that's why, why he got fired. He got yeah. fired. Yeah. And then when they brought uh, it's the Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, when they brought Mark Ruffalo in, I was like, oh god, this guy's gonna, yeah. I this was, guy's gonna I was not happy. Yeah. About yeah. It. Like this is gonna no. bomb it. And he and he dude, knocked out the part. He freaking yeah, hit he did the an part. amazing job. Oh, yes. I like the the smarts on it. His delivery, really yeah, good. delivery was really good. And now that this movies coming out it just i'm on i'm on all, all like dude i i'm expecting the best yeah. hulk movie ever especially but, with red hulk we see but like with me i'm i'm on the fence and i've always been on the fence about it because during that time since marvel didn't get the rights to the character they they wanted to find a way to envelop the whole character throughout the entire story mm-hmm. and we saw that in the miss marvel television no miss marvel no she hulk show she hulk yeah. show they, they were like oh well, here's my son you know, yeah, yeah. Now that, that kind of that's part of probably one, if not the biggest Hulk story ever, which is Planet Hulk. Right. And then it goes into World War Hulk. But the problem with Planet Hulk now is they gave that entire story to Thor to Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok used that entire story, but they made Thor the part of Hulk. And then they just put Hulk as a gladiator, which is one part of that story. Right. It's, a big he's, part it's of literally it. the gladiator movie with the Hulk in it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cause there's a guy called the red, the red King. The red King. He's the guy that's in charge of Sakaar and he has a girl that's he's, his uh, Jeff girl. Goldblum in, in yeah. Thor yeah. Ragnarok, by yeah. the way. Okay. So that's, yeah, that would be a uh, Valkyrie Valkyrie's character in Thor Ragnarok portrays the character that Hulk falls in love with uh, and marries and becomes his wife in the, in the comic books. Okay. But the thing is, is it's just like Russell Crowe's gladiator. Like he has to go through the gladiator uh, arenas. He, he befriends these group of people called the Warbound, right. which are a bunch of like his friends. Mm-hmm. They uh, revolt against the King. He finally kills the King. They find out the King was using, I want to call it like, I, I think it's like deadites or dead something, which are like these zombie like characters mm-hmm. that are parasites that get into people and turn them into zombies. Yeah. And the Hulk, like just, he kills the King, banishes them and becomes the King of the planet. And then, of course, like he's running the planet. He has his wife. She's pregnant. All of a sudden, the ship he shows up on, which he was sent there by the Illuminati, which which, right? which is the what plays out in the She-Hulk when he yeah. just fucking leaves. Where he just takes off. Yeah, yeah we're just, just fucking, fucking bouncing. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is, is when the Illuminati sends the Hulk off planet, that he wakes up and sees the video, and it's Tony Stark explaining to him like, "Hey, man, we're sorry. You're just out of control. Like, well, you fucked up Manhattan. Like, you did a bunch of shit, and you're never in control. So." What we did is you you're the one that always says you want to be alone. Hulk wants to be alone. Mm-hmm. We found a planet, it's got animals, no people, no life. Right. Just go leave your fucking shit out and leave us alone. 
Right. But in that process, he gets mad because his friends sent him and he doesn't want to be alone. Right. He, he likes his friends. He just wants them he to, just doesn't, to, to acquire to him when he wants to. Right. Someone made the interesting point that every time the Hulk wakes up, he's being attacked. Which is which is pretty fair. Yeah, I mean that's a yeah, that's a fair uh, assessment. So like I I would want to be left alone too. If every time I woke up from whatever, uh, I'm I'm being attacked. Well, imagine if the Hulk was here and we invite him on the podcast and he puts his cup down, smashes the cup, and then fucks the the thing up downstairs. <laughs> you're gonna be like, dude, fuck this guy. I don't want him around. Yeah. So your friends fair. are gonna be like, dude, like we like you, but we don't like you at the same time, like. <laughs> And then the Hulk's over here, like, well, you guys just don't understand me. I have well, trauma, and it's like, no, well, bitch, like you're fucking up our shit. Well, wouldn't that be our problem, dude? I mean, the Hulk's the Hulk's gonna Hulk, man. Like, yeah, but shit. I wanted to Hulk on my couch if he's fucking up my house. Well, then don't invite yeah, him. I would want the Hulk on my yeah, toilet. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm Hulk in the alley, bro. Yeah. Hulk out like everyone else outside the You know, alley. If, if you got a big steaming pile of pancakes on your table and the Hulk shows up saying he wants your pancakes, yeah, guess he's what? Gonna he's gonna fuck get, your roof up. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get those pancakes one way or another. But that's the way it's been, and that's why people don't they can't. They can't work with the Hulk because the Hulk is just a giant baby. Yes, you know, and that's right, all it is. Right. I mean, he's a loving character. He wants to help his friends, save humanity, not yeah. hurt people, take care of the little guy. But in the process of him taking care of the little guy, he fucks the little guy's house up. Right. And the little guy's like, well, thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then he's like, that guy doesn't appreciate the Hulk. And it's like, what the fucking shit, dude? Oh, like, my God. So, so that's the whole thing is the Illuminati's like, hey, man, look, we love you. You've been an Avenger. Like, you stopped. The fucking Chitauri, you did all this shit, but like, bro, you fucked everything up. We're gonna get rid of you. <laughs> so like, they fucking shoot him off base, and they fucking shoot him off planet. And in the process of him in that direction, he fucking gets mad and knocks the ship out, and that's when it lands that's, and detours in Sakaar. Right? Oh, okay. But there's like a whole spiritual. Uh, the the green Sakaar is gonna come and fucking save the planet. His the blood's gonna nourish the sand, and right, it's like doing. Right, gladiator right. all together. Oh shit! So, Spoiler yeah. alert for the ending, though. The yeah. ending is like the most uh, in the comic. <laughs> well, dude, <laughs> yeah. I, I won't ruin the ending. But what happens is uh, the ship he shows up on, the nuclear core of it, which is like super strong, blows up, destroys the whole planet. Now that doesn't okay. ruin the ending. Nice, yeah. Because <laughs> and then that's that's what establishes the idea of when the planet destroys and Hulk and the Warbound are the only ones that are left. And everyone's dead, including his new wife, which he's never had before in his entire life. Right. He's like, yo, fuck Earth, dude. Like, yeah. fuck those guys. And that's yeah. what gets Planet Hulk. Yeah. And right. now Marvel, being that Thor Ragnarok happened, and it was an Asgardian story, and it was fun, and the Hulk fights Wolf and punches Surtur and right. has a good ass time, comes back to Earth, there's no World War Hulk. There's no There's no, no. mean. Right. He's on She-Hulk. Yeah, he's having the fucking time of his life, you know, fucking <laughs> drinking fucking margaritas in Cabo or whatever oh, the fuck he's shit. doing, getting played out by his fucking cousin who's doing better than he is. No shit, no um, shit. Yeah, leaves the Sakar, comes back. He's like, oh, I got a kid, <laughs> and it's like, and then they're like, bum bum bum, coming next, Planet Hulk, World War, and it's like, bro, what? Like, yeah. what the fuck? What's he mad at? He stubbed a toe or like, like if, if- how, what did the world do to the Hulk? That's gonna make him be see, at the vibe of like, uh, yeah. World see, war. like how how is he gonna become World War? Yeah, World, 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 world gonna Breaker make him Hulk. That mad, yeah, you right. know, World Breaker Hulk. Is Yo, what he I, got his fucking shit pushed in by Thanos, dude. Oh, yeah, no yeah, dude, like he got his shit pushed <laughs> no in. No kidding. And instead of getting mad, dude. he yeah. got scared. Oh yeah. my god, that's never never no. a thing, dude. Oh shit, my bad. Uh, big shout out to our number one fan here, Louis. 
I, I can't block him, but he keeps coming back. No, it's no I bet, he, I bet he's going. outside right Here now. Here we go, Louis. I'm on! There yeah, you have yeah, Big shout out to Louis. Nice. <laughs> shout out, Louis. Yeah, oh, my God. And if I can go off on another another tangent, I yeah. hate what uh, what Taika Waititi did with... Uh, Thor Love and Thunder? Yeah, Thor Oh, Love yeah, and I Thunder. shit on that movie every he day. Shout out, Brian. Shit yeah. up shout so out to bad, my boy, dude. Brian D. He loves Taika Waititi, but fuck that movie. Yeah, yeah dude. I, mean, I he, ain't buying that movie. He, he ruined Gore the God Butcher so hard, dude. Yeah, like, when when we got, uh, I, you can go back again on the podcast. I cover this shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, when they brought the first pictures of Christian Bale as yes. Gore the God Butcher, I was like, yo, they just painted him white and put a robe on him. Well, how's that gore? Like, And everyone was like, bro, they don't want him looking like Voldemort or some alien. And I go, well, I mean, that's the whole fucking character. Right. If it was just an earthling from another planet, it's just an earthling. It's just Christian Bale being Christian Bale. But if you change his, his image and make him an alien, like it gives you that vibe that the world is bigger, the universe is bigger. There's more threats out there than just a, a Christian Bale with some scarring on his body. Right. Yeah. I mean, Christian Bale I mean, did an amazing job, but for that purpose of making him work with an idiot like that during that movie, that's what makes Christian Bale not want to come back and be Batman. Like yeah, that's exactly. the thing. That is the exact thing. When you fuck up characters and you make the stories bad and the movies bad and the characters and the artists are connected to it, that's what makes them not want to come back. From from the studio that actually made Josh Brolin into Thanos, yeah. made him an actual physical threat on the film. That was amazing. For them, dude. what they did with Thanos Christian so Bale, cool. with Christian Bale, who could be amazing yeah. as the character, you know, Gore the God Butcher, yeah. it resonates throughout the entire Marvel universe in the Thor story. Yeah, like that affects him so much that every time he looks at his hammer, he knows he's not worthy. And yes. if, if you guys notice, I'm so quiet, dude, because this is all educational for me, man. This is, this is what I love. <laughs> yeah. What you're hearing or watching is what his podcast is all about. It's so interesting because you 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 get lost in the fantasy of it. You you can res- you, you see it in your mind. You're like, damn. And that was the whole purpose so of the podcast. Pop, is it's fucking amazing. To, when I was younger. Everybody used to have this, I hope. Uh, You know, if you didn't, I apologize. I don't want to make you feel like you're ostracized or whatever. (laughs) When I was younger, my dad and my uncles and everybody used to sit around and barbecue, drink a couple beers outside. And us as the chavalos, we would all run around. Yes. And when they would start talking about like, oh, this one time me and your uncle, we went out to the Deerleys and we were out there for four hours and we thought we saw a light in the sky. Like, yeah, I would sit there and I would shut up. And I knew for that moment I was in awe of storytelling. Yeah. And that's what I want to bring to this table. Like, that's right. what I've always wanted to bring to the podcasting here right. in the Valley. When it comes to comic books, there is a realm that when I was younger and still to this day, and 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 anybody can say I'm wrong and be like, nah, you're wrong about it. The numbers don't lie when it shows that comic book sales are at an all-time low. So I know motherfuckers out there aren't reading comic books still. Right. They've right. always been low. There was only certain times that they pick up, which is when a, an epic happens or a number one is being released that right. a lot of people want to buy. Right. That's right. the only right. time it happens. Other right. than that, people fall off. And I get it. It's reading. People don't like to read. They they like their information one minute at a time. You exactly. know, they, that's the algorithm and stuff like that. Right. And but why, you're missing. why bother reading when you can just and wait you know for what? the movie? Even yeah. even even on the on the whim, that was the the Harry Potter time. Yeah. That was the twilight time. Right. There were a, a good amount of people who sat there and went through all seven of those books or all three of those books or four of those books. Right. And then everybody else that just got up and watched the movie, the readers would always be like, man, you're really missing out. Yep. Yep. You're really yeah, missing yeah. out. Yeah, we've heard it before. And, and my wife is one of those. She did read yeah. all the twilight books. And when we, when I took her to go see the movies, she's like, Oh, they missed this. They missed yeah. that. And I'm like, and, 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 and it's funny. Cause I always, we all, I kind of contradict myself that uh, on that too. Cause when there's movies 
superhero movies. I'm like, well, they forgot this. They yeah. forgot that. Bro, it's a movie. Just enjoy it. I go, yeah, but they're, you're missing the, the main point yeah. here or in that. And so, so that, and that brings me to the question my wife has been with <laughs> hounding, yeah, hounding, I mean, hounding. hounding, which is the Avenger, the last two episodes of the Avengers, the, which was the uh, Infinity War Infinity and Endgame. And, and the whole thought of what we said about Gamora mm-hmm. and Black Widow, about time continuum, uh, multi-universes and all she just said it's the most stupidest movie she's seen. That's true. Yeah. And she's yeah, like, your wife's I, a very I, intelligent person when it comes to storytelling. <laughs> and was, I'm going to say that out loud because the yeah. fact is, like, for me as a reader and as a person who loves stories, I don't just like them. I love them. Yeah. I like them when someone embellishes me with a great story. Right. You can appreciate it more. Right. You can see the art. You can see the, the work that they put into it. When you put time travel, unless it's like a back to the future, that its exactly. main purpose is the story of time travel. Right. Right. Uh, if you have a movie that just uses it as a tool, they fuck the idea of value of life up. Right. So there's no more consequence. Right. So like if, if Tony Stark dies, what was the first thing that you said? Oh, well, they can just go back in time and fix it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, and yeah. that's the thing is like now the studio does that. So when they do fuck ups like the way they're doing now, they can just be like, oh, well, we can just say I even heard this the other day, which is fucking stupid. And I hope it's not true. That right now, the reason why it's like this is because there's going to be a reboot of the Marvel Universe after Secret Wars. And the reason why is because this is the timeline when the Hulk brought everyone back. And the reason why all the females are in charge is because everything focused on bringing Black Widow back. So all the female heroes are all the prominent characters in the Marvel Universe. Holy shit. And I was like, that's stupid as fuck. Because now they're going to go to Secret Wars, fucking end it, and then reboot and be like, now we're going to do Tony Stark's life. And I'm like, bro, why fucking waste my time with all of this when we just want a coherent story? Right. I don't need a coherent story and then some weird ass 15 years of extra bullshit and then another 15 years of all the characters because dying of old age. Iron you know Man I mean? makes money, dude. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's the purpose. And, I mean, you know, why? Why? I mean, it's like with Black Panther there. Uh, yes, of course, they're going to go with uh, Siri or Sh- yeah, Shuri sure. as Shuri as the as a Black Panther for now. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you know, as, as soon as enough time has gone by, they're going to find another actor to play the real Black Panther. Yeah, of and course. They're, and they're going to reboot it. Yeah, and I mean that's just the way the studios. Think. And, and that was that was that was such a crazy time in in Marvel that I think that with all the way that they treat their universe, when Ch- when Chadwick Boseman passed away, they it was such a gloss over on the way that they handled it because yes. they're just like, oh, uh, we'll just do whatever we can with her sister and then we'll just and it's like yes that's yeah. a part of the comic book when right. when uh t'challa dies in the comics he then goes to necropolis which is the land of the dead he becomes the king of the dead through ball which is the or uh Bale, or what's her name ball, the, yeah, yeah ball. the the goddess, the goddess of the underworld and shiri does take over and then black panther comes back and storm at the time is helping shiri out to to get uh, uh, not Chadwick. I was gonna say Chadwick Boseman back to Chala back. <laughs> to Chala. Right, right. But then Storm's not introduced yet at all in the X Men, right? Nope. So and that's, that's a another, huge part of the world. That's, and that's another. She was supposed one. to get married to him. Yeah, you Is know it, what I mean. She's and, that's, to be. and that's another case also that my wife has brought up. You know, the whole uh, X Men versus <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the Avengers and all this mix of you know all these multi universes now, and it's like it's like a bowl of spaghetti, and you don't know where how, just, how or. Well, that's You're that's where the it. multiverse comes yeah, in. That's where the just, multiverse, just like in DC too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's where the sudden, multiverse is going. The yeah, multiverse yeah, exactly. is so important now. All of a sudden, yeah. yeah, exactly. But the thing is, is with the introduction of the multiverse, if they don't use all their assets at once, right, then it kind of doesn't make sense, right? right? So, like in Doctor Strange, they brought in the Illuminati, 
yeah. whoa, the Illuminati. And everyone was like, fuck yeah, the Illuminati. And I'm like, why are you excited if you don't read comics? Like, it's cool. Like, you just fucking, like, you hear it in, like, some way. Right. But if you don't know the purpose behind the Illuminati, it loses all its value. Yeah. Yeah. If it's just like, oh, the Illuminati's here. There's this character. Here's a can of Red Bull. Here's a fucking cup of Play-Doh. <laughs> like, they just put a bunch of random shit. Yeah. That you're just like, okay, the Illuminati is at face value the Illuminati because of a name. Right. But if you're not if you're not understanding that every character represents a certain race of humanity and all of them make huge decisions for the the course of humanity without humanity knowing they're going to do something. Right. And Captain America is totally against them and wants to fucking arrest all of them. Then you're kind of like, oh, shit, if Cap's against it, then they're they're pretty fucking just, evil. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty evil. Yeah. Just, just to put a just to put a little parentheses on yeah. what we're talking about, the Illuminati is a is a is a group. Three members of the Illuminati are actual kings of countries. Yeah, that, that's how so important these. That's why you know. Yeah, when you, when you said that, it's Tony Stark, Reed Richards, uh, Black Bolt, Namor, and then Namor leaves and joins fucking the Cabal, which is the, Thanos's yeah, group. Right. Uh, Thanos then you have Captain America, who then leaves. Doctor Strange is there. Charles Xavier is there. It's everyone that represents a, a, certain, a, a certain race or, or parameter of human life. Right. Right. And what these people, even T'Challa's there. And so when T'Challa brings them, he hates it. There's right. comic books where he's like, wow. I have to bring in uh, the, 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 uh, a man with no life, a man with no dignity, a man with like, he's literally calling him out. And, and he, but he, he knows that they're going to make, that's like during Secret Wars, Jonathan Hickman's Secret Wars, which is what Secret Wars, the movie and film is going to probably be about when, since they're introducing incursions yeah. and things like that. Uh, when they bring it together, it's literally like planet or multiverse versus a multiverse. So when they show up, they only have, I think, like nine minutes to before they have an incursion, a collision, mm-hmm. and then so both universes, universes destroy. Right. So then what they end up doing is one universe comes in and the other universe comes in, and then they're Avengers versus their Avengers, and then they fight it out and then destroy that entire planet, and then that one gets to re- remain in the multiverse. And, and if you're watching or listening, I'm, I'm, I feel like a little – like a little five-year-old dude yeah. i'm enjoying i'm like it's like being young again and hearing my deals talk man about stuff and yeah that's the and whole thing and that's what i love about Sweet. i love about chris and his podcast man because i can so much, it's like it's you can sit there and i was telling you he goes you watch his podcast it starts at i believe at seven o'clock seven thirty yeah we, I, well, we actually start at nine and we go until oh, eleven yeah we start at nine for nine to eleven it's a two-hour show yeah it should be three hours and fuck we'll take it all the way to yeah. 12 hours and, man, and i'm sitting there i'm and my wife was like what are you watching i'm watching the uh, chris i'm watching the, the, the you watch these guys talk the about shit about drop trigger drinks and, and i'm sitting there and i'm watching them <laughs> watching them and we're talking and i'm sitting there when she's making food or something and i'm, I'm just look, watching you guys and by the time i'm like oh one hour passed by oh they're still going badass still going. okay Cool, and I'm listening. By the time we know it's already 12 minutes, I'm like, shit, shit yeah. that's three hours, man. And, we're, and man, we're still wanting to go, man, because it just, you know, it excites, it excites us. Yeah, the, like that's the, awesome, So, bro. like, with, with the Secret Wars part, the, the thing that makes it such a, a crazy situation is the invasion, the, the incursion happens, right? Right. In our universe, the 616. And all the Illuminati's there, all these main heads, you know, like I said, Reed Richards, you know, Charles Xavier, well, yeah, Charles Xavier, Black Panther, they're all there. Right. And they have this box that was given by a person that was going around killing the multiverses so that different multiverses that they wanted to, to right. survive will stay. And it's a right. box that just blows the whole planet up. Billions of people in an instant. So, like, it, it's Tony Stark, and he has it, and he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. You do it. And he yeah. passes it over to fucking Black Panther. It gets to Black Panther. Black Panther's like. I'm going to go home. You guys do yeah. shit. I'm going to just be with my people because that's all I want to do. Right. So, it, it finally gets to Namor and Namor's the motherfucker that's like, 
yo, I'm about this bitch. Like, yep. let's go. Boom. And fires it. And that's when the entire Illuminati was like, you're a piece of shit. And Namor himself was like, this is survival, bitch. Like, we're here to survive. And if you guys can't hang, I'm going to go with Thanos and his group because they're just going around having fun killing people. (laughs) And he just joins them. He just joins Thanos and the Black Order, and they just go around fucking killing planets. It's a party, uh, dude. It's a fucking party for him. They're they're like standing there because they morally decided that, you know what, it's time to die. It's time to die. It's time to die. They were all Jim Carrey. They were all Jim Carrey on that island. I don't know if you ever heard about that. They were all Jim Carrey when he's just like, well, I just sat there on the beach when all those nukes were coming in Hawaii. And I was just like, I'm okay with this, man. It's been a good life. Like, what are you going to do? Is, they got fucking volleyball that bitch, huh? Like, this like, has been fun. Whoa! Fucking Uno cards and shit. No, it's not going to work. Boom. <laughs> that was it. So, so that, that's kind of what it is. And, and in the background, Dr. Doom's going out there just being a hoss, like fucking getting all the powers and getting everything together, creating a universe, doing something that Reed Richards couldn't do. So that was a whole other part of Secret Wars that makes it an amazing story. Yeah, and I cool. want for that to happen because there's some amazing parts in the Secret yep. Wars series that are that man, dude. Man, man. You know what? You see, I'm, that's, I'm the excitement, you, dude. that's the excitement that you see in that podcast right there. Eh? Right there, we just saw it. Where yeah. he just like, he's at all. He just can't wait. That's what I feel when I watch the podcast. And, bro. and you know what? Like, I get excited, but like, for me, like, the story of Love and Thunder, yeah. like, that was my, I like that story. I, I, I really like the Jane Foster uh-huh. yes. becoming Thor story because, again, yes. when people tell me, nah, gender character, nah, role character that they're making females, no. tell me right before that what Thor was fucking doing in his comic books. Right. He wasn't doing yeah. anything. The reason why shit. you're important and the reason why you care is because that that movement in Marvel when they did that, that made you care. That was like yep. uh, Captain America, Hail Hydra. Yeah. In national news. Everybody was like, fuck that. You can't make Captain a, a Nazi and all this other yeah, shit. Yeah, but what yeah. was he doing before that? Tell me in the comic books what he was doing. You didn't give a fuck he, about yeah, him. No, you didn't, didn't care what exactly. Captain America. Nobody was caring at that moment in time exactly. what Captain America was doing. Once he said Hail Hydra, you were like, invested. Yep. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? People in CNN are like, oh, fuck, I got my Captain America pillow. What the fuck? I've been a fat my whole life. It's like, bitch, please. Oh, God. <laughs> but that's the thing is they have to make big moves like that to make people care about comics. Yeah. Right? So it, the Secret Wars comic that Jonathan Hickman created where the old school, and I know that you, and people know that there's three different Secret Wars, or two at least. Mm-hmm. The one where Spider-Man gets his black costume, right. which is like the, 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 the big uh, splash page where he's all in the black costume and all the Avengers and X-Men exactly. around him. That was one story that was created that Marvel was working with Hasbro and they wanted to sell toys. So they were just like, yo, we need all of these characters together because we need to get people to buy this toy line. And they were like, okay, cool. We'll make a series. We'll put the Avengers, Captain America, uh, Fantastic Four, uh, all the villains, and we'll make all the toys and right. we'll sell some shit. Right. Yeah. Where now that they have the secret words with Jonathan Hickman, he came in and he was like, yo, we're about to make some shit happen. And it is wild, man. It is a wild fucking ride. It is yeah, beautiful. Dude. You guys get a chance. Uh, Rob Jefferson, uh, Comics Explained. Comics Explained. Yeah, Love he it. has a YouTube channel, and he has, like, a series that's, like, nine episodes, seven episodes. He explains the whole Secret Wars, dude. Yeah, look, just, just look for, like, it's, like, a three-hour marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the whole thing, dude. Like, just fucking put like, it down. It's like watching his podcast. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, will, you will not be disappointed. You will not, you will be, not be disappointed. Yeah. And you'll be I, totally I ready for Secret explained. Wars. Yeah. Totally ready for Secret Wars. Guys, yeah. we're going in an hour and seven minutes. Dang, dude. I mean... It's just, I, I don't want to stop. It just, it yeah. just keeps going, man. But I, I knew bringing you in and letting Chu 
here with you, man. <laughs> I mean, I told him you're gonna love this guy. You're I got no one to talk about these things. With and, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And that's the purpose. And this, I, I, I know there's pocket nerds out there. I'm, I'm with you. This is I'm why I'm you. extending an invitation for you to invite him yeah, on sure. your podcast. Hey, they do it by video too, so uh-huh. it'll be real easy. I already have my own virtual telepresence. Too, so <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Hell yeah, we gotta bring you on, man, for sure. Yeah, sure, bring you on because I know, man. I know about that live. <laughs> I know, I know he would. He would knock it out of the party. He has some great, great stories. I know he has a lead very intelligent when it comes to stuff like that. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, I, I can also just have tell. some controversial opinions. Like, I prefer the animated versions of uh, of the characters to, you know, because yeah. they're they're not, you know, the live action versions. Just, sometimes they're just not willing to go the there mom. with the character. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, True. like Thanos, like he could have been even more OP yeah. in the movie, but they didn't have the I the wanted courage. the Thanos copter. Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck yeah. He showed up to Earth in the yeah, Thanos copter, dude. You want to know. Shit's getting real. Shit's getting real right now. Earthlings, I'm here. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. That's awesome. You know what's And it's interesting because like some of the stuff I can hear you saying and talking about. Like I know you know your shit. Like I do. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> did some of this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was yeah. possessed a couple of times. No, but <laughs> no, but uh, like what they could have done. Yeah, it, that's me. That's why they call me jaded, man. That's why the boys say I'm jaded because I'm always like, "Nah, fuck that movie. It's stupid." They're like, yeah. "For reals, dude. For reals." Yeah. Like right now, they have yeah. like, a secret invasion. Yeah, Secret, Secret Invasion is going on on Disney Plus right now. Uh, streaming service are on episode two. It's I saw the second episode, yeah. and I am dying on how bored that fucking yeah, is. It looks so fucking yeah. The no. wife's texting me. It's lagging. I don't know what's going on. It goes, yeah, I know. I saw that. I think it's the Illuminati. They yeah, they're yeah, too much. Illuminati. Marvel. Yeah. It's Marvel. Marvel. They know I'm talking they're shit. releasing yeah. too much shit. Yeah, they're, they're like <laughs> fucking crispy. God damn it. <laughs> Dude, Dude, we only slag his shit on Fridays. I'm getting a letter. I'm getting a letter. I only know this motherfucker does his shit on Fridays. Where's he at Thursday? God damn it. It's a good. Shut it's a good up, thing. Man. It's a good thing I didn't ask you. You know who you who you voting for? Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg? Okay, that's what we're gonna call the podcast. Yeah, oh, that's gonna, are you talking about the fight? Yeah, like, the I'm big, excited for big. both of that shit, dude. Who, Why? Who, because who's he, your guy? Who's your guy in the fight? I mean, both of them suck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. dude. But the thing is, is like, what's cool is like, okay, so uh, Mark Zuckerberg, I want to say like five, six months ago, picked up Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu on his own. Started mm-hmm. going competing openly and all this stuff. It's kind of yes, like um, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, you guys see him in jiu-jitsu <laughs> tournaments, right? Yeah. Which is really cool. Like, it, it's cool because I, I like that. It's a jiu-jitsu is a, a really good sport. Very, like, a man version of chess. Kind of gets you in there. makes you sweat. You got Cinco MMA, right? I got Del Gomez saying, sorry, guys, I am late, but I am here. Hey, he goes, I, got, I got money on Elon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's the thing. A lot of people are, are, they have their pick and choose. I'm just excited to see these guys go out there on their own. Like being a, a person in combat, like going out there and choosing to get punched in the face is not an easy thing. You know what I mean? So, so Especially to see that from these two guys, they, again, this is that appetite for thrill that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah these two guys have the money. They do whatever they want, but they're going to choose to do this because they choose, they've, they've chosen all, violence. So, they've yeah. done it and all. Guzman says, that's Chris, right? I see he got a haircut. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a pull back. 
I, I look like a serial killer. Why like is he looking like a very Mexican in any movie? Right? <laughs> looking at that one, what's that one Mexican guy that comes out all the films? The, the bald guy that's in all the fucking Fast and the Furious movies, Hector. Hector. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hector, 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 man. Hector. Yeah. Yeah, oh that's funny. Gosh, Thanks, though, man. man. Thank yeah, you for man. appreciating that. Thanks like, for noticing, dude. Thanks for noticing. Thanks for noticing, Chew. Uh, <laughs> yo, but I, I do have to give a shout out to your wife about uh, the way that she understands the concept that that's the struggle is that multiverse and the timeline stuff. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to ask her if she's listening to the show. Right. In all of film history, what has been your favorite time traveling uh, story? Like oh. how they how they put it out there. Like, is it Back to the Future? Right. Uh, it, 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 I don't I don't even know the <laughs> Benjamin <I> think, Button. <laughs> I don't know. Terminator. Terminator. On, on, yeah. on, my, on mine, I think I would be Back to the Future. I really enjoyed. Yeah, Back that to the Future movie was, really was pretty cool, fun to watch. It was entertaining, entertaining, and comedy yeah. all in. Like I said, because I, I like we're getting like lost. Wow, we're still lagging, bro. They really want to kick me off here. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, the podcast knows that it's gone on too long, right? No, no. There's people are going in there. They're talking too much. They're uh, yeah. they're laying out too many secrets. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Illuminati. The Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, the Illuminati. I'm just joking, man. Yeah, no, joking. no, no. We're cool. No, we're cool. We're cool. That's a podcast. No, but like that's always been an interesting thing because like right at the very beginning of. Endgame and Infinity War, they <laughs> automatically busted the idea that that Back to the Future isn't right. 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 So they threw that out real quick, and they were like, "No, nah, it doesn't work that way." And I, that's when I was like, "Ish!" Like, like the the time traveling that they do in those films is good because then you get into like the Dragon Ball Z time travel, yeah, right? which is like Trunks comes from the future, yeah, tells that- tells how to save Goku, mm-hmm. goes back to the future, and the shit's still the same. Yeah. Like no one survives because everyone's just already dead in that timeline. The, right. the, the, that that and just it was very like confusing. irritates me yeah. no end because like the, uh, uh, Guzman saying it's, it's Skynet that's fucking Skynet. Once yeah. yeah. the, the we started talking about time travel yeah. and Elon, <laughs> all of them, all of them are attacking us. But yeah, that's, that's kind of like what it is. Is like time travel is always a very complicated thing, and then when you add multiverse, even more complicated. Yeah. Right. And then Loki's like, oh, the timeline. Oh, but if you fuck up even more of the timeline, then it becomes, then you realize there's the timelines. Yes. And now the time travel situation the, the doesn't bran- even the matter. Yeah, because oh, yeah. yeah, it, it affects after, the multiverse now. Yeah, because yeah. then once you affect that and you bring the multiverse into it, then basing it off of like a uh, quantum physics, right? Quantum physics. Mm-hmm. It's once something. deviates in the sense of a choice you make quantum in your head like over like in, in 30 minutes you'll make 80 decisions and that's multiverses that are created from that one moment you know what i mean yeah, so I why does time travel even factor when you have so many different variations of like oh well these all are different timelines exactly. and it's like dude who the fuck cares then like if If I go back, so the Flashpoint Paradox, of course, if you got to go see the Flash, you know, go check it out. If I haven't not, seen it yet, man. Yeah. I'm hearing good, I've been hearing good, it's, bad and good reviews on it. I got to see it. Uh, our friend EC Productions uh, works with allowing people to do free early showings. Mm-hmm. And they give tickets, and I had the opportunity to sign up for a list, and they sent me some free tickets. Awesome. I got to feel all red carpet and shit, but yeah, I didn't get to go. tell us really a piece of shit, but <laughs> <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day, um, I got to show up, I got to watch it, and uh, 
yeah, it was uh, it was uh, uh, awkward. It was awkward because that suffers from a lot of the Marvel situations where it adapts assets from the Flashpoint Paradox movie, mm. where the Flashpoint Paradox comic book is a masterpiece. Yeah, but they adopt just enough that it ruins the opportunity for us to ever get a Flashpoint movie done correctly. Right. You yes. know what I mean? And it's like, everyone's excited and they're like, yeah, man, that's like from Flashpoint Paradox and this, and that. And it's like, yeah, but we're never going to get that masterpiece. We're, like they fucked it up. They that. fucked it up. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah that's like, a, I'm going to take you to a steak dinner and I buy a bunch of like $5 steaks from Walmart. <laughs> and you're kind of like, oh shit. And I'm like, well, it's still a steak dinner. Bro, really? Is this really? fucked up? Wow. I wonder why it's doing that. Wow. Is this, is this, uh, he's saying, uh, he's saying, I saw the lag is horrible. I feel like I'm watching a Chinese movie now. Oh, no. <laughs> I see the lips moving, but I don't hear sound. Are you getting, are you getting the little icon on the top? Yeah, uh, it's popping up over here in the corner. Like, what the hell? It's, like, it's the podcast, it's guys. It's the podcast, guys. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, it's podcast. Oh, it's back. Uh, but, guys, thank you for watching. I'm going to cut it short, man. I know there's a lot more yeah, we I can we, talk. I think we better cut it. Yeah, because... Uh, I think the ghost in the podcast in the studio is pissed off already. If that door opens one more time, dude, I swear, I swear to be the ghost like Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh yeah! Oh, you see, look what you did! Yeah. Look what you did! <laughs> Every time you mention Thor, Love, and Thunder, just, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Disney comes. Like, Disney's oh, coming for us. Uh, social yes. media is mad, so they can reach out to oh, you. Uh, okay. If you guys want to look me up, I'm Crispy from the Average Boys podcast. Uh, Crispy plays. Uh, Crispy the Average Boys on Instagram. The Average Boys podcast we do live every Friday night starting at 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. on Facebook Live. And then, of course, Spotify and all your other podcasting needs. We're all over the place. Uh, also, I do graphics design, illustration, uh, advertisements for companies, photography, but on your underwear. So you're good and safe. I can do it on all different versions. Hey, yeah, I can nice. do photography for regular stuff, too. Right. And um, yeah, ladies? anything for your art needs. <laughs> ladies, uh, anything for your art needs, uh, I'm available. So hit us up, man, and hopefully we can see you on the show. He says he nice. also have an OnlyFans, but we can yeah. get to that later. Make sure you look for him there. It shows his feet. I got uh, OnlyFans, and my OnlyFans is just me tearing I'm telling fucking Marvel people they could go to the ass. Marvel and DC people like that. It's just me Jeez. bashing the Illuminati. Yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching the podcast. Sorry for the the lag. I'm hoping if you are listening to it, you're the lucky ones to hear the great interview today, man. I uh, appreciate you coming out, Chris. Thank you. Thank you very much. Chew, any last words? Illuminati sucks. Yeah. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words? Uh, I mean, get your shit together, Marvel. <laughs> Please. Great. For the love of God. For the love of God. Please. Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies. that is the podcast with you. We'll see you in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Sign us off, Chew. I've been Chew. And I'm moving like always. Ladies, Gators! Gators!